That's right, folks. It's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast, where we explore the nerdier side of life via random topics that we come up with and discuss for your entertainment. I am one of your hosts, the literal worst, Brian Penaloza. With me today is the pun master herself, Carrie Lyons. I'm sleepy, but I'm here. And he's so chatty, we have Maddie Faust. Hey, how you guys doing? They can't answer you. Oh, I think I was talking to you two, but oh. that's okay. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I mean, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, it's uh, we're not morning people, folks, and this is when we're recording. So there you go. There yes, you go. this episode is brought to you by the letter F for I'm so fucking tired. There you go. I'll cheers <laughs> with that with my yeah. coffee. Yeah, <laughs> not enough coffee in the world. <laughs> No, no, no. Time um, to switch to crack. What? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there actually is like an inside joke with Canadians that Tim Hortons lines their uh, coffee cups with crack, so that's what keeps us coming back all the time. Hmm. I could use that right now. Send me Tim Hortons cups. I got enough coffee. I just need some Tim Hortons cups right now. Is is that how Toronto got Mayor Ford? Oh boy, yeah, that. Yeah, I believe that. I don't know. He was just super into Tim Hortons. Really? So I, just, I gotta get my Tim Hortons, man. You know. Uh, I believe it. I don't know. Just go with it. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> as Carrie brings the podcast to a grinding halt. Um, that, that might be your new thing. I mean, I believe it. And then I'll own it. That's okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Super <laughs> fair. Um, so I have a topic today. I want to start the topics. I never start the topics and damn it. I insist. Well, it's a new year, buddy. Actually, we need to unlock the phone first. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? hell just happened? My phone started talking to me. I put it on complete silence, and <laughs> that's the first time it's ever done that. That's new. So if it's not Alexa, it's your phone that now wants to be part of the podcast. I, I don't understand what just happened. It's just sitting here all by itself, like doing its own thing. I don't know. These, uh, these newfangled devices... I don't know, man. Oh, did you just say newfangled, Maddie? Yeah, I did. Oh. I did. I'm an old man, folks. I am old and I own it. <laughs> See, nothing wrong with that. I have I have aches, I have pains. I uh I don't like kids on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, uh before my phone so rudely interrupted us, which is a fucking trip. Um, I want to talk about our favorite party games, and by that I mean, like, what's what's the game that you just want to get a bunch of people into a room and play? Um, I know mine, so I'll I'll hold off on my answer. Um, but I'd actually like to hear Carrie's. Hmm. Actually, mine is an old college favorite. We loved doing this uh, whenever. We had drinks, which was a lot of the week. Um, but Drunk Duck Hunt. Uh, it is so much fun. Uh, two of my friends had 
uh, their old consoles there and the guns and everything. And it's funny because you start off in the beginning of the night across the room because you're like, yeah, show off my dunk hunt, dunk, duck hunt, dunk hunt, dunk hunt my duck hunt skills. And you're just like, bam, 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 shooting those ducks. And then the more drinks you have, the closer to the TV you get. Until you're pretty much like pointing the screen, like connecting with the TV going, I fucking hit it. And then the stupid dog is laughing at you and then it just it gets angry. But it's one of my favorite games to play uh, while drinking, I got to say. It's a lot of fun. Can we talk about that dog for a second? Because oh. I feel like that dog was like the one of the earliest examples of fucking trolling. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, first off, kudos for actually bringing up a game that I know. <laughs> um, that was for you, Maddie. I'm not a. Obviously, I'm not a, a video game aficionado. Ooh, Ooh, but you are a fancy word aficionado. Well, you know. I've been places. Um, that might be the sassiest head movement I've ever seen you make. I'm like sad ever. The listeners didn't get to see it. I know that was so incredibly sassy that I think I fell for you a little bit. <laughs> well, you know I have my moments. I have my moments. Um, yeah, that that dog. I love. Honestly, I love that dog. That dog cracks me up because one, anytime I ever played that game. I obviously was not super great because I'm not great at video games. Um, but I was better at that because I'm really good at aiming a gun. Um, <laughs> I learned really young to shoot, you know. Um, so uh, I know my way, you know, around targeting, things like that. But uh, usually I wasn't playing it. I usually was watching my cousin or something. And... Oh, that dog laughing at them. Oh, hilarious. I was just like, oh, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, I did not have those feelings for that dog. Uh, he wasn't laughing at me very often. So what am I going to say? Mostly oh, because I wasn't playing. Yeah. Look at me. I'm Maddie. The dog never laughs at me. I'm too good to be laughed at by the dog. Oh, no, the dog laughed at me. But uh, I just... <laughs> I didn't play. That's the caveat to it all. I didn't really play much. You know, I'm not a a video game dude. Yeah. See, that dog, that dog can go to fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Because you're already feeling bad about yourself. You're like, man, I, I fucking miss those those fucking ducks, you know? And, and then, you know, you're already feeling bad about yourself. And then the dog looks at you and starts giggling. And the TV makes the giggling sound. Oh. And the dog put... And the dog's not just like giggling. It's trying to stifle hilarious laughter because it's hands over its mouth. And this dog is like fucking vibrating in place with how hard he wants to laugh at how bad you suck. Fuck the duck hunt dog. Yeah, I agree. I can still remember exactly what it sounds like to this day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It haunts yeah. my dreams. Um, Funny little aside to that. The duck hunt dog is a playable character in uh, Super Smash Brothers. On uh, really? Switch. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. my God. I want to use it just so I, I can purposely lose every time. Oh, no, fuck that. I'm going to make an entire enemy team of the Duck Hunt dog and just whoop its ass with, I don't know, maybe like the villager or something like that. Something just lame. Some troll character. Yes. 
I applaud this. I don't know what any of that meant. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> when we when we start talking video games, Maddie just hears Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you know, or I just um, start thinking of food. You know, just That's fair. That's super daydreaming. Fair. Daydreaming. Yeah. Oh man, a chili omelet sounds really good right now. No, no more food. Just mm. an omelet stuffed with cheese, covered in just some of the most delicious chili you've ever had in you in your life. And not just covered, I'm talking like fucking smothered. Like this omelet is swimming in a bay of chili. Okay. Now, let's take that omelet smothered in chili and turn that omelet into a cheeseburger. You know, I've never been a huge fan of chili cheeseburgers. Really? And I think it's because the chili overpowers the the flavor of the meat in the burger. And I really enjoy the juicy, salty, disgusting meat of a burger. I think it complements it. I think it like, you know, when you can get meat on meat on meat. Ugh, That's on. the monster burger from Annie's Fine Burger and Santee. Shout out to Annie's Fine Burger. I'm sure all you people who work there and own it are listening to this show because our show <laughs> is incredibly popular and we're super right. cool. Yeah. But this burger has like two burger patties or it might come standard with one. And I got it with two because I'm a horrible human being. <laughs> um, there's like roast beef on it. There's like turkey. There's like it's like six different layers of fucking meat. The burger is so tall that I I unhinged my jaw to try to take a bite. And even then almost couldn't fit the big uh, fit the burger in my mouth it like hurt to eat but it was so good that's my kind of meat on meat on meat on meat chili is just an it's an overpowering um just very strong meat uh but it's it's really like the seasonings like all that flavor that overpowers the meat itself i like meat on meat it's just I, it's got to be I, the right meat that's okay we can agree to disagree oh absolutely okay. i'll never say it's like disgusting because it's not it's just not my preferred way to eat a burger. I'll yeah. eat it the fuck out of one, though. Well, I will right? take a hard pass on chili anything. I am not a chili person. Why don't you tell us why you're not a chili person? I love this answer. Oh, I don't know this answer. Hmm. I don't like the beans. <laughs> doesn't like beans, folks. Wait. I like, okay, wait, I like, like, green beans and yellow beans. Which They're don't count as beans. Uh, oh. No, because green beans and yellow beans are disgusting. And yes, so good. How with green beans? No, exactly. We like, no, we grew them as a kid. Like oh. we had this pathetic little garden in my backyard, and one of the things we grew were green and yellow beans. And I just like take them right from the stock and eat them. Uh, they were uh, so good. Uh, <laughs> that's not yeah. how you eat. What um, happened to this agree to disagree thing, people? Come on. Uh, I'm sorry, but. That is the one thing that I like so fucking hate is green beans. I hate green beans. So I mean, that's me and any other beans, like pinto beans, brown beans. Like Refri just... She doesn't even like refried beans, which is like the best of all the beans. What? What? I mean, if you put them on like a taco or burrito, I'm okay with it because like there's other flavors that mix with it. Uh. But like... When they just serve the refried beans, I can't do it. It's just so, ugh. like, the texture gets to me. The taste isn't great. Like, what? The taste isn't great? Wow. 
Wow. It's, I didn't say it's bad. It's just not wow. great enough to sit there and eat on its own. I can I... eat a tub of, of real Mexican refried beans. Like, no, you just smother that lard. shit with cheese. With lard. Yeah, no, it's no. got to be made with lard. It's got to be made with lard. Oh. No, it's like Mexican baby food. I mean, that might actually be accurate. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> if my parents fed me <laughs> refried beans in lieu of, like, uh, what is it, like, smashed carrots or whatever? Don't judge. You know, it's, you know, babies got to eat and beans have a lot of protein. You know? They do. Uh, and they make you toot because they're the magical fruit. I thought that's why she didn't. I thought that was the aunt, the reason why she was saying I don't like beans because oh they make me gassy or something. Oh, she doesn't mind farting. No, but oh no, I don't like beans because I don't like the flavor. I don't like the taste. The um, texture. Oh. The texture. Oh. This almost broke us up. Yeah. yeah. It, it might have been one of the biggest fights we've ever had, and it's it's ongoing. Yeah, we're uh, going to therapy about it. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is worse than pineapple on pizza. This is oh. by far worse. This is way worse. Okay, I can't be the only one out there who doesn't like it. Like, listeners. I'm sure there are going to be other people. Yeah, you're not the only weirdo on planet like, Earth. You don't oh. like. But it is really odd. Um, and, okay, we will put this caveat out there that um, that Brian... And myself, we are California natives. It is uh, anything that co- like correlates with Mexican food in any way is ubiquitous with California. Also, I'm half Mexican. And he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there are like homegrown things here. You know, like we are basically raised on this shit. Um, so, and you're from Bumfuck, Canada, um, you know, from, I believe it's pronounced Bumblefuck, Canada, you know, from a lovely little place. Um, really lovely. I don't know. I'm being nice. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to paint a picture. Your Canadian is showing Maddie. (laughs) Um, I know moving to Idaho, I got a little close to Canada, so I'm sorry. Sometimes I try to be a little too nice. I don't know. My condolences. No, you, you bring up a good point, Maddie. Like, but I, I could come, see, yeah, yeah. Like in Brockville, like I've been through this with B a lot, and these are the things that you have available for like fast food and restaurants. You know, like you have your burger joints, countless fucking burger joints, and burgers are awesome. We used to have Taco Bell, but when I was about like fifteen, they got rid of it, and I was mad. But that was the closest thing to Mexican food we have. Like, everything else is pizza, burgers. I'm trying to think of something else here. But uh, that's pretty much the two staple items that we had available, like, everywhere. Like, we really, oh, and, like, countless Tim Hortons. Like, in a city of 22,000, we had six Tim Hortons. Like, we did not need that many, but we needed that many. Okay, so Tim Hortons is like Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. Or I don't know if they're popular down there, but here in Idaho, we don't have a ton of Starbucks. We have Dutch Brothers everywhere. Never heard of that. Oh, we're all Starbucks. I've got literally in one parking lot by my house, there's a Starbucks in the grocery store and then another Starbucks like right there as you leave the little plaza. 
And then there's another one down the street from there. And then actually another one down the other way, the street. So in about a four-mile radius, there's four Starbucks. That sounds about right. Like Tim Hortons, we had one in the Walmart, one down the street, another one down the street from there, and then one around the corner from that one. Then we had one downtown. We used to have two downtown, but they didn't like that there were loiterers on the street, so they got rid of it to try and get rid of the people just hanging out drinking coffee. Well, that didn't work. Um, now they're just hanging on the street drinking alcohol. So look what you guys did. <laughs> that's so Brockville. Oh, that's that's lovely. Um, but yeah, I just I can kind of understand that there might be some cultural differences or just like uh, geographical whatnots. But I mean, maybe you didn't have like pinto refried that kind of bean. But like, what about like baked beans and stuff like that? That's pretty. We had to, like, yeah, brown beans is what we call them. Um, and my mom loves them. Like she loves like there's those um like of course there's maple brown beans. Of course. Yeah, of course. And she loves those. Uh, but I have never, and I think maybe I get this from my dad because he didn't like them either. My brother, he doesn't like any vegetables, so I mean. Oh, your dad didn't like it. And I'm a lot like him, they said. That's that's also another, you know, that's one of those things that sometimes we we also like or dislike things because one of our parents or both of our parents didn't or do. You know, it's like uh, either you pick up on things or, you know, like they really like something, so you just kind of... um, you were kind of raised on it, you know, mm-hmm. like for me, like I've talked about this before, like mayonnaise, you know, like my mom hated ketchup and mustard so much. And so mayonnaise was just like the only real condiment we had around the house and what we used for everything. So now it's like, I just use it for everything and I can't stand mustard to save my life. You know, like I can't. Ugh, yeah. I'm not a huge mustard fan. Mayonnaise is fucking that. life. Yeah. Mayonnaise. It depends on the mayonnaise. Um, I mean, I am, I do have a preference, but uh, honestly, if I go to a place and they have some mayo, I don't really care what it is as long as it's mayo. You know? I yeah, as long as it's not the, Miracle Whip. The, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have it here, but Hellman's? Yeah, yeah it's best, best Foods. Best Foods on the West okay. Coast. Uh, east, or West of the Rockies, it's called Best Foods, and that is the mayonnaise. Yeah, no, it is. Oh, it tastes so buttery. What's wrong with butter? Now you don't like butter. Wait, no, you don't like no, butter? I, I, I like butter. But if I want butter, I'll put it on. Like, actually, I don't put butter on my sandwich. Through that. Uh, but no, I, I, if I want mayo, I want Miracle Whip. That's, my that's not mayonnaise. That's not mayonnaise. That's, that's my version dressing. of mayonnaise. No, that's my it's version. Like, it's like marshmallows with egg. Oh, God. Mm. Wow. You might as well put Cool Whip on a sandwich. I would. But sour. It's yeah. sour. Yeah, like, like Cool Whip that turned. It's like Cool Whip mixed with vinegar. I'll take it. I'll take Come it on. over Hellman's. Hellman's is just... And I know like I've had this discussion with a lot of people. A lot of people out there do agree with me. Hellman's... Like, if I want butter, I'll just put fucking butter on my sandwich. But if I want mayo, I'm going with the Miracle Whip. 
I don't know if we can be friends anymore. I mean, this is a lot of shocking revelations in one this episode. What? I. Uh... So favorite party games. Oh God! Wait, we really went off topic, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we went from favorite party games to why Carrie's an awful human being. Oh, <laughs> oh golly. Um, well, I won't be on the next episode, folks. No one's irredeemable, though. No one's irredeemable. No. I believe in you. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll start you on a, on a small dosage of refried beans to build your tolerance up, and and a small dosage of Hellman's, and we'll we'll get you no. there. We'll get you to the right place. No, no, we'll I, build I, a better I'll, you. I'll budge. Oh my god, I'll budge on the refried beans. Like I'll continue to put it in my my burritos, tacos, stuff like that. But um, yeah, I don't know about that Hellman's. Uh, you know what? Don't. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's so bizarre that anybody would <laughs> prefer Miracle Whip because it's, that's not mayonnaise. It's not mayonnaise. It's not mayonnaise. Like if you said another brand of mayonnaise, that's another thing. Like, oh, I prefer Kraft, you know, because it's more. I don't think mayonnaise. I've ever tried other types. It's either been Hellman's or Miracle Whip. I don't think I've ever branched out from there. There are so many types of mayo out there, um, but Miracle Whip is not mayo. It just looks like mayo. Oh, it's so good. It It's not even the same consistency, though, really. I know um, it's smooth and nice. And it's like fr it's almost like frosting. Yeah. See, you're, you're just naming things that like sound good to me. Uh, who <laughs> wants frosting on a sandwich, though? That's so wrong. Oh, my I mean, God. Okay, so obviously, <laughs> if we are in the same place, um, we need to make sure that we have menus that we can choose different things to eat. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, and uh, your wedding, you don't get to choose the food. Okay. No. Yeah. Hey, no. Hey, it's gonna no. be Taco Bell. That's uh, actually okay. right. That's accurate. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> okay. See. See, that's that's it. That's our that's our touchstone. That's yes, our touchstone. we just got to meet in the middle. Yeah, we just go to Taco Bell. Everything's, exactly, everything's good. I'm hiding refried beans in all of her foods. No, I'm no. wearing a white dress. Why would you do that? Oh, because the refried beans are the thing to be concerned about in a white dress while eating Taco Bell. <laughs> okay, I'm actually lying because I'm looking for a black dress, but that doesn't matter. I'm anyway, so speaking of being in the same room, Maddie, what's your favorite party game? Right? <laughs> um, 24 minutes into the show. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm i an older gentleman these days. I'm over 40. I live a pretty humdrum, chill life. And uh, so party games have definitely taken a turn. Um. And it's kind of sad, but uh, usually my parties consist of like uh, family members and things like that, or really chill friends that are maybe like coworkers of my husband or something like that. So instead of like drinking games and obviously not video games, um, the go-to is apples to apples. That's a good one. What? And uh, apples to apples is it's uh it's like a card game and everyone has 
a bunch of red cards, which are, um, which are like things. They could be people. They could be, uh, they could be, um, thing, uh, like a specific things or whatever. And then there's going to be a green card that each person is a judge. And then they put down the card and it's like an adjective, right? Yeah. Um, like, you know, and then it's like, what do you think I would find silly or something like that? And then they, everyone chooses, puts down a card and the judge picks like the best card that fits the thing. And that person gets the green card and the green card is a point. It's super chill. It's super basic. Um, but like it works across all age groups. So we can have um, like my teenage nieces and nephews playing with my 70 plus year olds in law, you know, um, and everyone can sit around the table and um, and have a good time. You know, other than the fact that the cards get boring after a while and. I don't know, they put it, the references are old, you know, and. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, OK, um, some things you've never heard of. I don't know, yeah. but it's I mean, it's easy. That sounds like it would be pretty fun. It is. It's it's a really fun game. And if you have dark, twisted sense of humor, it can get real interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they also have a version for that. It's called Sour Apples, I think. Um, uh, yeah, it's something. I don't know. I always yeah. did really well with just regular apples to apples and turning it into a horrifying game for adults. Um, that I am not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know you quite well. Um, <laughs> so I am not surprised. I am taking all the innocence from the world. That's okay. Throwing Same it into time. a meat grinder. Turning, turning it into despair. <laughs> well... Oh man, I might be Monokuma. Kudos to any of you who get that reference. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's like it's really fucked up bear. Actually, it makes all the sense in the world when I think about it. Holy fuck, I might be Monokuma. Huh. Okay. It's from a uh, fuck. What's that game series? It's really, really, really good. It's like almost like a graphic novel that you play through. Um, fuck. You know what? I can't think of it. <clears throat> off the top of my head. I'm sure someone will tweet about it. I'm sure someone will. Oh, so he man. looks like a black and white pedo bear, pretty much. Kind of, but he's not He's not a pedo bear at all. Uh, Danganronpa, that's the game series. Danganronpa, I played through them on Vita. They're, it's twisted. It's It's all about murder and stuff. It's cool. Anyway, <clears throat> Apples to Apples is a great game. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's okay. It's good for a group, you know. I mean, speaking of card games, have you guys ever heard of the game Kings? I feel it like sounds, you told us about this. Yeah, I think I think we, uh, I think this was talked about. On drinking games yeah, when we talked yeah. about Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's <clears throat> another one of my favorite drinking games. Speaking of drinking games... Um, my favorite party game. Traditionally, I have two answers. The first answer is the one that was all through my early 20s. Uh, and that is Rock Band. 
Because there was something special about getting four or five people on instruments and, and a microphone and just jamming out. And it was funny because the more you drank, the better you got to a point. And then it was all downhill from there. Yeah. And the the great thing was, <clears throat> now, alcohol was kind of used as a crutch because at first nobody wanted to touch the microphone. You know, everyone's like, I don't know. I feel nervous singing in front of people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then you start putting liquor into people and beer into people. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I'll fucking sing that song. I don't give a <laughs> shit. That was usually me. Um and boy howdy that is that is how i learned to sing <laughs> i'm dead like dead nuts because we had a house rule and for the instruments you could play at any uh, difficulty level that you felt comfortable at we put no fail mode on so you can make it through the whole song even if you ended up like kind of getting over overzealous but microphone always had to be on expert oh man oh and the Ouch. reason was because we all were kind of curious as to like how you stack up on a song and expert was the the surest way to figure it out. I mean, it's not perfect, but um, if you could hit the same key, um, it didn't matter which octave you were doing. Um, right. It would still pick it up on the right spot. So it was kind of almost like challenging yourself to be able to sing a song that you normally wouldn't be able to sing and finding the right the right octave that works for you in the yeah. same key. It was cool. It was interesting and hilarious when drunk. Um, but that that's how I learned to sing a lot of songs that I ordinarily wouldn't have been able to sing. And my crowning achievement was getting 100% on Slipknot's duality. Oh, man. On Expert, because that is a song that goes from clean singing to screaming to clean singing to screaming back and forth. And by the time you're done, you're covered in sweat. You're... Well, for me, it was I always had a handle of vodka to myself that never left my hand and a handle of vodka for everybody else. <laughs> uh, but that was it was always super intense. It was a lot of fun. Like I used to like I was I used to be able to uh, sing Still Alive by GLaDOS or GLaDOS, however you pronounce it, um, from the Portal game series, uh, as done by Jonathan Colton. Um and people are like, you're picking a girl song? I'm like, I can do a fucking girl song. You just have to find the right note. That's and right. would surprise people. It was a lot of fun. It was cool because doing it on an expert, you felt like you were really actually achieving something vocally uh, when you did well. There were a lot of ones where you didn't do well, though. Yep. There were a lot of ones where it's like, there's no way to do well. But like Tribute by Tenacious D is one of my favorites to do. Yes. Um, playing the drums on that game is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And... Like the guitars, just everything about that game is just it's great for a party setting when you just have a bunch of people and people are just swapping out instruments and wandering around drunk. And it's a lot of fun. That was my early 20s. I still once in a blue moon like to try to get people together and play. I still have it on Xbox One. Um, but my newest obsession <laughs> is Mario Party. The newest yeah. Mario Party. It's a uh, what is it? Super Mario Party. And oh my god, I cannot wait to get two other people because me and Care play by ourselves with the computer, but with two more people, oh, that game's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be great. Oh, I already get competitive enough with the two of us. There's a lot of shit talking. <laughs> there is so much. Well, of course, there's gonna be a lot of shit talking. That's kind of how those things go, right? Fucking yeah. Princess Peach. 
Oh, fuck Princess Peach. I and not in the her. good way. Like, she sits there and giggles at you, and you just want to, like, wring her little blonde neck and just, ugh. She's a princess. That's what princesses do. Yeah, but Princess Daisy isn't that bad. They're really yeah, judgy. she doesn't bug me as much, but Peach, she just... She's not peachy at all. I mean, but was she ever really peachy? She's... <clears throat> she's just, um... I don't know. I'm not a big fan of her. No. Oh, she's a bitch. Speaking of not being a big a big fan of things, <laughs> Maddie, I, uh, I, I heard tell that you're not a big fan of the fact you haven't been able to play D&D for a while. Why don't you tell us what your topic is? Wow, I was really wondering how you were going to do that. Uh, <laughs> it's like fucking up. magic, man. Yeah, he's the master. Uh... Yeah, so you know we're we're just after the holidays, and you know it's there's so much to do. Honestly, there's so much shit to do with the holidays that yeah, uh, we all took holiday breaks from our D and D games and things like that. And honestly, I mean it was necessary and um. And it was smart, but oh my god, I'm dying. I need to play some D&D. And uh, yeah, you know, if you listen to the last couple episodes and I said, oh, this Friday I'm going to play some... No, we didn't play. Um, (laughs) Because life, you know, um, people have things. Things come up. um, And it's also the winter and people get sick. Uh, So all this, all this stuff has been, uh, just a massive, massive pain in the ass and I need some D&D. So I would like to talk about D&D withdrawal Mm -hmm. because it's real folks. It's real. Um, I'm not sleeping well. Food doesn't taste right. (laughs) I mean... I'm, uh, I'm just seeing little, little stats bounce around when I close my eyes at night. <laughs> I need to play. I need to play. Yeah, it's funny you bring up D and D withdrawal because that's actually what brought me to Twitter in the first place and met all you amazing people. And that is, I think, one of the things that has brought a lot of us together. Um, I know myself included is where I live, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not so great with the in-person meeting with people and, and, uh, being so chatty. Um, so being able to play D and D, well, you need people, you know, you need people around. It's a cooperative game. And, uh, so yeah, you know, like you find people on Twitter or discord and whatnot and start these games and your life is forever changed until the holidays show up (laughs) and they take your friends away. Yep. Or how it goes, like before we started playing online, 
you know, you have your set group that you meet with every week and, you know, you play D&D and then somebody gets a new job and then another player has a kid and eventually, it's, you know, your games get pushed another week and then another week and then it's just like, well, you know, we'll, we'll just plan another night in the future, you know, we'll, we'll work around it and then you end up not being able to play and that happened, like, our group, they kept saying there's going to be a game but there was never a game, and months and months went by, and that's when I'm like, "What? There's a D and D community on Twitter? <laughs> that was my saving grace. This fed my withdrawal." Yeah, it really did, and because uh, yeah, I was going through the same thing, and I was able to start a game with uh, my niece and nephew, who are in their thirties, you know. Um, because I'm old and uh, but they live in California so we would do it over Skype um, but of course the problem with that was that if one of them couldn't play well one it was only two there would only be two of us left uh, which is really uh, I mean it's hard enough having just a game of a DM and two players but um but if one of them couldn't play, the other one couldn't play. They're a married couple. You know? Oh. So, uh, yeah. Um, I just made it a pain in the butt. And, yeah, I was going through the same thing. It was just like, okay, we were having consistent games, and then we weren't. And uh, I'm surprised, though, honestly, because this is a thing that we, we see a lot. And we we termed the we coined the term adulting. Um, adulting it it gets in the way of the fun stuff we want to do because we have to do adult stuff. And surprisingly, there haven't been a lot of like with our threads a fake group. There haven't been a lot of like games being canceled because of adulting. You know, uh, our our Taldori group doesn't really get canceled um, because of adulting. I think we're very lucky in that sense. Um, oh, yeah. But am I just spoiled? <laughs> you know? Like, am I, am I spoiled? Like, I'm like, oh, I haven't played in over two weeks. Boo-hoo. You know, like, you know, cry me a river, Maddie. Um, <laughs> but it's hard. It, it's, I will say, it seems a lot longer than two weeks. I mean, it feels like two years, but that's just me being over, overly dramatic. <laughs> I can get that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, same with, like, Comedy Estrade. Because we do it every two weeks, uh-huh. sometimes it just stretches on so long. And, like, it's such a fun campaign to play in that I'm like, by, like, this you know, following week after it. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to play. And I'm like, no, it's a week away. Yeah. Like, how does time go by so slowly? I would probably go crazy a little bit with a every other week game. Just especially a game. Like, I watch that game. It is that is fun. That is just fun to watch. So obviously it's fun to play. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'd have a hard time being having to wait two weeks to to get back to that you know oh yeah well i want to know like 
Is Darla going to wear the same wig this week? Is Darla going to have a different personality? What's going to be your class this week? I need to know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I just... So, you know, you'd think that, okay, well, if all you can think about is D&D and you're not able to play it, maybe you can work on something. Like, I'm working on the Dragonlance stuff for 5e or, um, you know, make characters or something like that. Because I have D&D Beyond and I love to just, when I'm bored, grab my phone and make a character in D&D Beyond. That just seems to like, it just makes me want to play more and it makes me feel worse. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Are you, Brian, are you experiencing this at all? It's different for me. Okay. Um, Because I don't play anymore. Um, I only run games now and I love it. Absolutely have a fucking blast doing it. However, DM burnout is a very real thing, especially... When you have a day job that's as demanding as mine is and you do a podcast and you do a guest spot here or there or you're going on site to record a show somewhere or whatever million amounts of fucking things that I do every week that seems to make time just fly by like a bullet shot out of a gun. Um, <clears throat> so I do I miss playing? Absolutely. Uh, I miss all my players. I miss the hilarity and all the just crazy hijinks, uh, the drama, you know, the the bad times, the good times, the character moments. Uh, I miss all that shit. But at the same time, um, I'm feeling a little bit more rejuvenated. And, you know, a lot of times, especially when you're doing a weekly game like Taldore is, you know, keeping the content fresh and interesting from week to week can be a challenge. You know, you don't want to retread things you've already done. Um, and, you know, you want to keep the, the story going and you want to have interesting side stories. And, you know, uh, you want to create moments for characters to to have their moments and stuff like that. And doing all that can be a challenge, uh, even though I don't really prep for games, you know. Uh, that almost makes it more demanding for me when we're, we're when we're playing. But I've also learned that you can never plan for what players are going to do. So, you know, you can prep all you fucking want, but you're going to throw 90 percent of that shit out the window anyway. Well, um, yeah, especially with the groups that you have. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I generally have an idea of what you guys are going to probably do, where you guys are probably going to end up. And then I just go from there. But. Again, you know, keeping things fresh and interesting and keeping you guys guessing and and stuff like that. It, it's you know, it takes a lot out of you and having the, the few weeks off at the end of the year to kind of refresh and, you know, get through the holidays and stuff like that. Uh, it just makes it so that when we come back, it's going to be that much sweeter. I'm going to have all sorts of new ideas. And I have been hit with just buckets of inspiration over the past couple of weeks uh, that I'm, I'm blessed because I have to decide which games to use them in <laughs> um, yeah. between the two. Yeah. But I don't know. It's been it's been kind of nice. It's it's a bittersweet thing. It's been nice on one hand. But on the other hand, you know, I definitely miss playing with everybody. But I think from a DM perspective, it's 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 usually a little bit different because 
we have to bring a little bit more to the table than the players do. And not to denigrate what the players do at all, because, you know, any good player is going to move the story themselves as well. Uh, and that's that's why I'm so blessed to be a part of the two groups that I'm part of, because I can count on the players to to move things forward themselves and, and think for themselves and and not have to be railroaded. And that's why we can have such kind of an open world rather than, OK, this is the task now. This is the task now um, and shit like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um yeah, I, I, cause I don't run games very often and I think, yeah, it's a definitely, it's just a different side of the coin really, you know, but I can see where, yeah, it'd be a nice little break, refresh, you know, yeah. Um, doesn't help, you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm happy that my, uh, that one of my DMs is, uh, is getting rejuvenated and coming up with new ideas to kill us and, uh, torture us. Um, and I'm not uh, saying there's going to be a Tarask. I'm just not saying there's not going to be one. And <laughs> the thing is, is that he doesn't, uh, it's, he, Brian's not one of those DMs that's like really, uh, focused or even wants to kill his players. Um, he is a little focused on wanting to screw with our brains. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's completely accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 psychological shit, you know. Um, and he's really good at it. Oh my god, yeah. he's so good at that. Which is why the mug you got him is so perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So it's uh. What about you, Kara? Um, has it has it been has it been hard? It's been okay. So it feels longer for me because I've actually, as you know, like I missed the last couple games of Threads of Fate, right? And that sucks. Like I've been going through a lot of health issues lately, and if it's not one thing, it's a fucking another. And it's been so frustrating because I look forward to playing with you guys. Like, I love our group. It is so much fun. Like, this is seriously the... Between, like, Threads of Fate and Comedy Estrade, this is uh, the two favorite groups I've ever got to play with. And I love our dynamic. Like, it, so when I miss a game, for one, like, I hate missing obligation, not obligations, but things that I've promised to be there for, you know, like, right, right. Like, I already, I hate that aspect alone. And then missing out on being able to play D&D with you guys. Like, it feels like I haven't seen you all as a group in forever. And it's just, because I mean, I think I, did I miss the last two games even before we stopped? Um, maybe. I think so. So that's almost like a month's worth of not playing D&D with you guys. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I I feel like I haven't stepped into Mal's uh, shoes in a while. And I miss playing her so much. I even miss, like, the banter between her and Lalalier. All that damn glitter. And so, yeah, it's, it's definitely been going through withdrawals in that aspect. But at the same time, it was 
nice to take that break to kind of try and focus on not pushing myself too much doing the things that I need to do in order to try and get better so in you know 2019 I can try to be there more and really try my best not to miss out on so many games this year so um so I think what we learned here folks is uh I'm a whiny little bitch and uh I, I don't should, think that's the takeaway at all. I no. should just uh, just be grateful for what I have. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I I'm I I kid, um, but uh, I uh, yeah, that would make yeah, it's okay. We'll be playing D and D on. F- I say it again. We're gonna be playing D and D on Friday. <laughs> but we are. Uh, we are playing D and D on Friday though, and I am running a game finally. Uh, I haven't run D and D since well that one shot in August, and um, and really that was just me going, okay, you guys are gonna fight each other to the death, you know, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That too. was amazing. Oh God. Man, they did not see that coming, and they were so mad at me. But uh, yeah. that was fun. Um, I don't know. So, uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. But uh, yeah, I miss it. It's okay. I know I got actually two new sets of dice. One from you, Maddie, for Christmas, which I love, and I got a metal rainbow set from B. So yes. <laughs> We can try them out on Friday. So yeah, having these new dice and not being able to use them, I'm like super anxious. Yeah, Mark got me like five sets of metal dice. Oh yes. Plus a um, four d sixes, you know, because I I like guiding bolts. I play a player. <laughs> I need a lot of d sixes. Yes. You know? So uh, and. Oh man, they're just sitting there and they're all pretty and shiny and I just want to roll the hell out. I know. They're sitting right now. Both of the sets are in your magical uh, rolling tray right now. And I'm just hoping they absorb that magic, you know, and give me some good rolls on Friday. I hope so. I hope so. Please. I need oh, except I'm your DM now for the next couple of weeks. Oh. So no, no, no good rolls. Yes, good rolls. <laughs> You're not going to use your dice tray when you're the DM, right? Because that seems unfair. Okay, he's giving me a really side-eye look right now and kind of shrugging innocently. Um, yeah, he's definitely going to be using it, folks. Help me. I I mean, wouldn't you, Brian? Oh, he mm. definitely would. Probably. You yeah. use that dice set. That always does good rolls, it seems. He uses that die, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he definitely would. Speaking of things I would do. <laughs> um I don't know about you guys, but I really like to sleep. Like, I don't get to very often, but I enjoy it. And uh I believe Carrie had a topic that involved sleeping. Yes, I do. This actually came up last night because my feet are perpetually cold. That's just the way I am. And we got talking about 
sleeping with your socks on because he was telling me, you know, like, oh, why don't you put your socks on? Just, eh. No, I cannot sleep with socks on. It is just. Hmm. No, I actually did research on this. Of course I... you did. I did. No, I, I, I was wondering if this actually was related to something. Of course you did. Of course I did. And I found out that with uh, people with restless leg syndrome, also known as restless nerve syndrome, um, it actually gets exasperated more when you wear socks. And that was one thing like, I really kind of want to double check because when I try and sleep with socks on, it is like this anxious, restless feeling and... I cannot do it. And I just wanted to know, was that actually linked with my RLS? And it is a lot. Now, apparently there are socks out there made to help with that. Like they're called sleeping socks, sleeping slippers, sleeping something. Um, uh, Bed socks. That's what they're called. I don't know how they differ, what they look like or anything like that. But I might look into that just to try it out. But, yeah, that, this was just, I was wondering, like, am I the only one out there who does not like sleeping with socks on? I thought this was going to be the other way around. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's funny. Uh, honestly, here's the thing. I, for years, um, basically... From being a teenager through maybe just a few months ago, uh, no way could I sleep with socks on. And but there's a reason, okay? Um, you know how gentlemen tend to have, I don't know, hair in mm. places, wow. um, and the feet. And the ankles are one of those things that some men, like myself, we have a lot of hair. Um, I, I'm what you call a hobbit foot. You know, <laughs> is that the, uh, the scientific name? Hobbit foot. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I've got the, you know, the hair on the top of the foot, on the big toe, you know, and wearing socks for too long, just it like kind of pulls on those hairs and it yeah. hurts. And it gets annoying. And um, and then you've got the hair around the ankles and things like that. So, you know, generally, I can't really wear socks for a long period of time um, because of that. Though, strangely enough, recently, I, I don't know, I guess I'm starting to feel my age or something. And where normally I usually warm all the time. Now I'm all of a sudden cold all the time. Like I'm really starting to feel like an old man. So <laughs> I've been going to bed with my socks on and it's been fine. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, now I can do it. Do I sleep with my socks on all the time now? No, but, um, but before it was more just, just because I didn't want to wake up in the morning with, uh, um, pain, you know, from my ankles and my toes, you know, with the mm -hmm. socks pulling on the hair all night, you know, so. Sorry, all I have going through my head right now is he's got hair in low places. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, that is that is a very true statement. <laughs> so, you know, it's I don't know what it is, but it is. See, I'm a total sock sleeper, but I'm like a sock everything. I I don't like my feet to be bare, period. Like if I could have shower socks and just never like take socks off, I would totally do that. Um, I just never been a fan since I was a little kid. Like I don't wear flip flops or sandals or anything like that. Like I do not like to feel the cool breeze across my fucking feet. Uh, I want them to be suffocated, and I want them to just shrivel and die, which they probably will. Yeah, feet are gross, though. They're horrible, just they really awful. Are. Yeah. What was that? What was I? T- I was talking about something last night. It was uh. Oh no. Um. The uh, toe yogurt. Oh yeah, um, frozen togurt. Yep. <laughs> Maddie's making a face like I'm a monster, and I am. This, yeah, what? yeah. This I, was a conversation I, we had. I really don't want to ask, but I think the audience would really like to um, have you elaborate on that. I Do mean, we, we sh- determined it was basically just like scraped off toe jam into a cone, like a waffle yeah. cone, uh, frozen. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the applicable like little fucking furs and and hairs. Yeah. A toe crusty does- cone. Why does the subject like this even come up? How did it come? Your up? frozen toes. Oh, my frozen oh, toes. Yeah. Frozen toes. Frozen togurt. Okay. Yeah, and in my head, I came up with frozen togurt, and I started laughing to myself. And Carrie insisted on knowing what I was laughing about, and I tried to spare her. I really did. Yeah. But she insisted, I so I told her, and then you just hear the. <laughs> uh, curiosity will kill your brain. I can't help it when he starts giggling about something like I have to know, especially when he's like, no, no, you know, forget about it. <laughs> like, well, now I need to know. And I oh, because you know, it's going to be horrible and you really know you don't want to hear it, but you have to hear I it. I have to. Exactly. I Me, you don't have to. Well, I, yeah, this was one I wish I would have let go. But, uh. Yeah, and then I was talking about how, like, you know, like, waffle cones get chocolate dipped and have, like, the little nuts on the side. But, like, just, like, old man yellowed toenail clippings instead of the nuts. (laughs) Okay, all right. That, (laughs) we can just stop right there because we don't need to elaborate anymore. I'm sure everybody gets the beautiful mental picture and (laughs) uh, certainly don't want to associate chocolate with anything else. So uh, make sure to support your local frozen togurt stand. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, a good thing I'm not a big fan of frozen yogurt, so. I am. It's so good. Not anymore. This is Thank bad. you so much for hanging out with us today at the Nerdy Point of View <laughs> podcast. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Captain Sugar Bear. That's at CPT Sugar Bear. You can also watch me GM uh, Taldore game on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are coming back soon. And Comedy of Strahd every other Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, on top of that, I am Sergeant O'Bannon on Copperheart Podcast. And uh, with a tentative release date of March 2019. So get excited for that. Ooh. That's If you want to check out the trailer for that, go to Copperheart Pod on Twitter. It's fucking cool. I'm really excited. And I wish I could share all the news that I know. But I can't. So neener, neener, neener. <laughs> Carrie. Where are you on the internet? What are you working on? 
I am on Twitter at Shrieky, S-H-R-I-E-K-E-E, and Instagram, carelessly, K-E-R-L-E-S-S-L-E-E. And I am very happy to say that for Christmas, B got me two new um, biography sets. These are really nice, temperature controlled, just amazing. So many new tips to play with, which sounds so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I am okay with it. Yeah, I'm sure you are. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So expect to see finally some new projects coming out. Like I said, I'm working on two right now that I'm super, super excited to get started on now. And yeah, so watch out for those because yay, burning things. (laughs) All right. Maddie, where are you on the internet? What are you working on? Uh, hey, folks, uh, you can find me all over the Internet at So Maddie Games, and that's with a Z at the end. Uh, I am on Twitch Wednesdays and Fridays playing D&D on Soul Bear RPG and hosting a talk show called So Chatty with Maddie on Saturday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on my Twitch channel. And, of course... All my other work really goes into SoNerdware.com, where, you know, you can get your nerdy point of view podcast merch along with your Dumpstack Charisma merch and awesome stuff from people like Joy Co., a.k.a. Dire Foxcorn, and uh, Mage Productions. So, you know, and of course, a lot of my own art, you know, that stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what I do. That's who I am. And, uh, yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I love you guys. Oh, love you too. All right. And don't forget, you can find the show on Twitter as well, at NerdyPOV. And check out all of our new episodes and, while they last, our legacy episodes at NerdyPointOfView.com. Make sure to also check out our Facebook page and join our growing Facebook community as well. We even have a Discord channel if you're into that sort of thing. Reach out to the podcast on Twitter and we'll make sure you get a link. Also, make sure to check out our Instagram page, which is poppin' and droppin' and lockin'. (laughs) I don't know. I'm also kind of old. Of course, if you liked what you heard today, it helps us out big time if you could leave us five stars and a review on iTunes. Uh, We could use every review that you can spare. So, you know, spare one, please. And uh, with that, do you guys have anything else to add for the day? Oh, I mean... Give us your opinions on anything that we talked about today. Or don't. Or don't, you know. But Whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, definitely tweet at Carrie that uh, beans are great and Miracle Whip is disgusting. Don't talk about Miracle Whip after talking about Togurt. <laughs> That's, I can't now. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I, I think I'd rather have Togurt. Oh. Oh, no. Help me out, guys. That can't be as bad. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, we are out. I'm going to go get some frozen togurt. Oh.